I'm emotional. No, I'm not. Welcome to Logistically Difficult. I'm James Barr, and that is Martin Joseph. Oh, yeah. And this is the last episode of our Queer Love Island podcast. We're finally going to attempt to answer the question, is a queer love island that logistically difficult? James, what a journey it's been. Wait, let me use... Can I do a few more? It's been an absolute roller coaster oh, of emotions. The one thing that we has. both have done, though, is stayed true to ourselves throughout this entire experience. I think so. Um, and we've, I mean, I can't think of any more. Such a journey. <laughs> <laughs> Can I? But has it, though? Let's just, get, let's just get straight into the question everyone is asking. Did the right couple win? No. This is the couple that had... Hundreds of thousands of complaints to Ofcom. Yeah. And like we did a whole won. episode on his behavior. They've just won Love Island. Mm, they didn't. She won Love Island. She I, won Love Island. I, I hope so. But I can't be the only person sat here fuming that someone who can be, that someone who's behaved like that could win Love Island. And yes, she won the money. Maybe no, she won. won the show. At the beginning of the night, I went online... And I looked at everyone's social media following and I wrote down fourth, third, second, first place based off that. She has. And and you were right. Yeah, because she had like 900 and something thousand. Like she's about to hit a million. And then everyone else, Kaz was the lowest and then um, Chloe and then Faye actually. But because of that love story in the middle, I think Chloe like pipped it a little bit where Chloe and um, Toby got together like in the episode. I think that pipped her over the edge like votes wise, but the the structure was always going to be that way, regardless of what the boys had. It doesn't really matter though, because they both won. It, it, it You can say Millie won, but Millie and Liam won. Yeah. And that's annoying. And so I can't be the only person sat here a little bit annoyed about that. And I'm really happy that Millie won. I am. But I'm not happy that Liam has won. Although I think he will get what he deserves in the outside world. And I think everybody saw what happened. And maybe it is behind us. But I hold a grudge. And <laughs> I'm a person that holds a grudge. And I, I have a grudge against him. But my whole thing is, if you watch, if you look at every couple, there was someone in every couple that really fucked up. So Liam, evidently in the million Liam couple, you had Toby who fucked up a lot in his couple. You had Faye that's behavior, you know, I mean, like we've had, we had a whole conversation about Faye. A lot of people really disagree with the way that Faye behaved. And then you've got Tyler who, again, cheated on Kaz and Castro Moore. And, you know, like, so, so there's someone in every relationship there that was like a, a golden person and someone they'd accepted back regardless of their behavior. There are worse offenders than others though. And, Actually, I really wanted Kaz and Tyler to win. They are my favorite. I also really like Faye and Teddy. I think they've got a really good relationship. They were never going to win. It was always going to be Liam and Millie. It's just annoying. It's just annoying. It was, it's, But it was almost annoying. built that way. It was built that way because they were like, I don't know. The way that the, way that the story arc, I think I could have predicted they were going to win two weeks ago. It doesn't like, stop it being annoying. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't I don't really care. They're all going to do well. They're all going to do well. They're all no, going to get not. like... No, they're not all... all of them are going to do well. <laughs> that last four will all do well, girl-wise. I don't know about the I hope the so. I, I really hope that Faye and Teddy stay together. I really hope they stay together. Oh, I was thinking financially. 
I, I really no, oh. they're done. Oh, they're gonna okay. End. Oh, no. I see. Can we do our predictions, right? <laughs> you are like, so transparent. No, I Faye and Teddy, really that like... is gonna end, and she's gonna no. end up with her own dating show, one hundred percent. I don't want that to happen. I, I really, I'm actually. I think this has been a really heartbreaking season. Like Jake and Liberty, devastated by that, still devastated, and oh, I was so no. empowered. Oh, I love that energy from Liberty. She oh, just knew. of course, but I'm devastated that happened to her. It shouldn't have happened. I, I just think it's just really hard. It's a really hard show to watch, and that's what makes it so amazing. And it and it has been a really good season, and I've loved a lot of it. But it's just been very triggering as well. So let's get to the question: Would a queer Love Island be logistically difficult? And we've answered this every week. We answered it in episode one. No, it wouldn't. It would actually be more entertaining. It would be more beautiful. And it would be more of a journey. Way yeah. more of a journey. And I think I think by the way that you're triggered by these relationships because they remind you of possibly relationships you've either seen or been in yourself, it shows that these types of relationships also exist. You know, in... in like gay world or in queer world or however you want to label that. So I, yeah, there's no reason why it couldn't happen. Yeah, there's a few little tweaks that need to happen. But to be honest, that show needs a few tweaks anyway because oh, it does. that anticlimax at the end, like why is that? Like they don't mention the money throughout the entire show. And then at the last minute, as like they're already running over and you can see Laura just being like, uh, do, do you want to keep the money? And she's like, money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll keep the money. You can have the money. We can do it. No one cares about the money. Do you want love or money? It's not like the whole show was testing that theory, whether you want love or money. They just throw that in at the end as like a twist. Just sack that off. Like sack it off. Who cares? Yeah, it feels like it feels like part of the old format. And it, and it isn't about that anymore. The show has progressed since that it's now about relationships and it's about connections and trust it's not really well actually hmm. you know what i'm gonna disagree with you because the show is about trust and it's about building relationships and that is one hell of a way to upend it yeah but they need to up the the money is no one will ever do it for 50k why would you do that even for even for a hundred k, I don't think you'd do it. If it was a million, you wouldn't it, do it because you'd be like, "Well, whatever." Like I've got half a million. I I don't think anyone will ever do that on the show. It must have happened, but I don't think it's happened in UK Love Island. No, it for hasn't a long happened. time. It would it would happen in an American one. I, I haven't watched the American one, but I imagine it would happen in that because the money would just be so great. But you wouldn't be able the amount that they go th- the amount of like intensity they go through on that show. You wouldn't be able to get to a point where you've pretended to like someone that you then and then decide to take the money because that's what you'd need to do you'd need to be actually you need to hate the person it would need to be more of a game like yeah like it would have to be like but you can't do that because there's so there's so much intensity in that villa that those journeys are real what we're seeing is real there's no way anyone would ever not take them not split the money so especially when they know how much money they're going to make anyway they know walking out of there they're making they can make 50k so it's not like it's that big a deal I think that should, I just think that should, I think either up the money or take it off the end. Like I would rather a better twist at the end. I would rather something. You know what? Here's the, here's the, yeah. We're both right. Here's the twist. When they go into the villa, they say then, are you looking for love or money? They answer honestly at that moment and only the producer knows how they've answered. And then they get to that envelope and that's when they find out. And then it's like, oh my God. 
so has all of this been a lie or not? And that plays out after the show. In the spin-off. No <gasps> yeah. Now, James, that is a good spin-off. That is a good twist. I'm down you for that. You decide before you go in the show, cool, you've got through all the auditions, you're here, but are you doing this for money or love? And then they answer. And then Done. the producers could make sure that we've got 50-50 of people in there that want a bit of both so that we can... Well, like... either way, it doesn't matter. It's still thrilling to watch, isn't it? Imagine if Liam had gone in there saying, actually, probably money over love. And then like, he grew and changed, but then yeah. but then his answer, oh, juicy. Okay, well, let's pitch that tomorrow. <laughs> Great. <laughs> let's do it now, hon. Let's do it now. But, so yeah, that is, it's, that is a strange moment. Anyway, we're, you know, we're here to talk about a queer love island. I don't know. I think gays would probably take the money. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I also, I just think that would be a better dynamic. Imagine. Imagine what it would be like to have all the different facets of society shown on screen. That would be such a wonderful position for us to, to all. That would be such a gift to the country to see all types of different, all, all different types of relationships. And then see how flawed gays are as they choose the money <laughs> uh, yes exactly you know what as well i um i'll get a bit dark with you for a second i, I went to a funeral today and it's not a close family relative but pretty close and i was i was there with my boyfriend and i've got lilac nails and all of these old people were like oh i love your nails like men mostly women some men and everyone got introduced to my boyfriend and there was no problems it was all really friendly and that's lovely and i'm lucky that i'm surrounded by family and and people that are accepting of me but there are a lot of people that are accepting of queer love so put it on fucking television put it up there along with straight people let's just have a mixed queer straight love island amen it would be amazing and margaret who's 90 would love it <laughs> yeah i mean and do you know do you know who i was thinking would love it like when you say older people like those people that never got to come out that that got to an age Ugh. where they they just still haven't come out and they now just like well what they might may think like what's the point or they may not they may not need to or they may not have the they might not be able to right and they're of that age and then they could just sit at home and watch like young queer people fall in love and know that like it got better for some oh. people like that that story you know like that 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 is just kind of like not because we always talk about it in terms of like young people having like something to look up to or like representation but like imagine for the generation that have missed out or generations multiple are you still trying to find a rich daddy? Because I saw your TikTok and you're sounding very much like yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to meet someone that's about to die so you can steal that money. I see through you. I am what I am. <laughs> well, James, this has been so much fun. I'm glad we decided to do this. Um, there's been highs, there's been lows. Um, I, I think my favorite, what would you say your favorite moment of the whole series has been? Mm, I don't know. What's yours? I think I think my highlight is definitely going to be every moment that Faye grew. Like every like she just served me like main character energy. Like she was always giving me a story arc. She was up, she was down, she was round and round and she always just gave me something. I did not watch one episode where I was like 
unentertained by Faye. I loved her putting middle fingers up to boys when she thought they'd cheated. I loved her flying off the handle. I loved her falling in love. I loved her crying. I loved every Faye moment on that show. I loved every face. I loved the heavily penciled brown lip. I loved everything. I agree with everything you just said. I also am here for every single Faye era. I would also like to give a shout out just to all the girls in general because when you asked me that question, I couldn't think of an answer. I was just thinking of all the horrific stuff that had happened. But actually, the girls have stuck together. They've always had each other's back. None of them have turned on each other. And that's amazing. So I think my highlight has been the friendship and sisterhood that we've seen grow between the girls. Yeah, and even things like when you think about it, like the way Kaz was still loving towards Chloe when um, when to- um, Toby moved exactly. on, or when Chloe to Abby was still lovely to her when he moved on. Absolutely. Like, so Abby to Mary, like it was just even like that 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 chain of like Toby's like Toby's love affairs, like they were all just so lovely to each other. We're like, we get it. Like, yeah, the girls were amazing. I mean. All of the all of the final girls were just iconic. Um, I wish Liberty was in that top five as well because I think they've all like really represented them well. And even like when Abby left, she went, "I've just had such a lovely time. Thank you for the experience." Like amazing. <laughs> We've Basically, always known that girls were the premium species. Yeah, and if I'm really honest, if I had to pick my top couple, it was Liberty and Kaz. That's my winning couple from the whole series that has been the one relationship that has like stood the test of time that always brought me to tears like that just like have my heart preach preach (laughs) thank you for listening everyone thank you all for listening um we may be back next year um i think we'll be hosting it next year so yeah hopefully next year's the queer version yeah we're gonna be really busy we're gonna be hosting it but we'll we'll try and fit you in as well thank you (laughs) (laughs) so we're wrapping this up james um and James, it's been wonderful. And I want you to know that if I had 50,000 and I had to choose between myself and you. You'd choose yourself. <laughs> 100%. I know. It's okay. <laughs> but I'd take I would you for definitely dinner. do the same. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Mr. Martin Joseph. And you can follow me at I'm James Barr. And check out my podcast, A Gay and a Non-Gay. We're performing live in London soon on Friday, the 10th of September at Underbelly. You can get tickets at gaynongay.com slash live. And I'm doing nothing specific. You can listen to my podcast, The Real Brunch, or you can probably check my Instagram and I'll probably be doing some comedy somewhere so you can come and watch me tell some jokes about Dick. Yes, definitely do it. He's hilarious. So funny. All right, well, goodbye. See you later. See Au revoir. You later, everyone. And James, remember, <laughs> if you can't be difficult, please be, be logistical. logistical. Oh, no, this is not right. It never does. Oh, no, we'll figure oh, it out for next year. <laughs>